0: Hello, this is Clyde Yancey. I am here at the 2011 American College of Cardiology meeting, and we are reviewing the critical data that are being brought forward at this meeting in the Late Breaking Clinical Trials Program through the heart.org segment called Trials and PIs. I'm happy to be joined today by Sanjeev Jolly, another important PI who has contributed nicely to the flow of information at this meeting. He's going to discuss with us the results of the RIVAL trial. He comes to us from Ontario, Canada. And what's important about the RIVAL trial is that this is a very large study that looked at the potential benefit of a radial access approach compared to a femoral access approach in the management of patients with coronary disease and for the diagnostic purposes of their cardiac angiography. Sanjeev, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Set up the trial for us. Tell us what your hypothesis was and how your study groups were brought together and the number of patients you recruited for this is, is really quite impressive. So let's start from the beginning.
1: Okay, that's great. You know, what we've seen in multiple observational analysis is that patients with an acute coronary syndromes that have a major bleeding event not only have much higher rates of mortality, but also have higher rates of ischemic events, myocardial infarction and stroke. And of course, cause and effect—that's that, the question—or is it just an association? Right. And we uh, followed this up with a meta-analysis of radial versus femoral trials, where we sh- we, sh- we showed that radial access appeared to reduce major bleeding quite significantly, and there was a trend towards reduction of death and ischemic events. But we felt that a really a large randomized trial was needed to, to really test this hypothesis. Sure. And so uh, we just, we randomized 7,000 patients in uh, 32 countries worldwide between radial and femoral axis with both non-ST elevation and ST elevation myocardial infarction. In fact, a third of patients had ST elevation MI, or just under a third uh, in this population. Uh, And the primary outcome was a net benefit composite of death, myocardial infarction, stroke, and non-cabbage-related major bleeding. And uh, the primary outcome was actually not statistically different between the two groups, 3.7% versus 4%. uh, The rates of Death and my stroke were not different. There was a trend towards reduction in non-cabbage major bleeding, Mm -hmm. uh, but this was not statistically different. What we did find was that there was a more than 60% reduction in major vascular access site complications, and that's large hematomas, pseudoaneurysms requiring uh, closure, Mm -hmm. arteriovenous fistulas, uh, or surgical access site repair.
0: So let's pause for a minute because lots of information there. Thank you for doing such a terrific job of summarizing it and bringing it to the attention of the viewers on the So what we're talking about is looking at the value of changing the traditional approach from the femoral access site to the radial site. Many labs are doing it currently. And it's interesting that your presumed approach was that perhaps this would be associated with better outcomes and thinking that less bleeding perhaps leads to better outcomes. And so there are several messages here as I hear you articulating what you've seen. On the one hand, without question, less morbidity associated with the radial approach compared to the femoral approach, but not so clear evidence that we are modifying the outcomes that relate to the important things like death and stroke after an AMI or a non-ST segment elevation MI. Is that really the gist of where we're going with this?
1: I, th- I think so. I mean, I think the, um, the primary effect is on local vascular complications. Uh, and harder, harder outcomes like death my stroke, we did not really see a difference.
0: So given all the sites you had involved in this, what was the learning curve for your different sites? How did you select those sites? Were there some that started from zero and become became proficient? or did you only take sites that were already proficient at radial access?
1: So I think that's a very good question. We specifically took sites that were, that were experienced with radial access uh, and, we had, and the, other, the other thing that we did was we actually recorded procedural volume in the prior year mm-hmm. for both radial and femoral for all of our operators. Uh, and this was a, an important a prior hypothesis that the more experience you have, the better you are at radial access.
0: Uh, so when you looked at the complications that did occur, from radial access, were there any things unusual? Anything that you noted that was uh, not expected? Uh, well, uh,
1: uh, the complications related to radial access were very low, okay. and in fact, we looked for complications such as compartment syndrome. Sure. And out of more than three thousand patients, or three thousand five hundred patients, we didn't have a single case of compartment syndrome. I think that's probably a testament to the level of experience in, uh, of the operators.
0: Clearly. So you obviously didn't have a very high incidence where the radio lottery was the only artery perfusing the hand. And so you obviously had better circulation or you were doing an Allen test beforehand.
1: Yes, an Allen test was required uh, and documentation of dual circulation was required for
0: inclusion in the trial. Terrific. Well, I think that it's important to, once again, restate the take-home message because there is a good message here that our audience needs to hear. So what do you think is the take-home message for the RIVAL trial?
1: Okay. I think that both approaches are safe and effective, and I think interventional cardiologists should feel comfortable with that. Uh, I think uh, we, we found a significant benefit in high-volume radial centers uh, as well as ST elevation MI, which which I think are important, uh, interesting findings, uh, and suggests that the m- probably the more you do, the better you get. Uh, And finally, both patients and clinicians may choose to increasingly use the radial approach because of the reduction in vascular complications and the similar PCI efficacy.
0: So this is very important. So it sounds like we have more than one choice. We won't modify the heart outcomes necessarily, but morbidity should be advantaged. And once again, the patient and the physician can determine what approach suits them best for the given circumstances they're facing. I really appreciate your delivering this information. It's been a pleasure to speak with you. This is Claude Yancy here with Sanjeev Jolly talking about the rival results as part of our series on the heart.org trials and PIs. Thank you for your attention. I hope this has been informative.